0: You're in.
1: Cool. (laughs) Yep, even easier than that. And with no fees or minimums on checking and savings accounts, is it even a decision? That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC. This is Brad Gillis from Night Ranger, and you're listening to Jay Scott right here on The Hook Rock.
2: What's happening, everyone? How y'all doing? What is going on? I hope you're enjoying your summer. Took a weekend off and getting back in the swing of things and wanted to do a show on a special show that I saw last Wednesday here in West Dundee, Illinois, which is about 15 minutes from my house. It was a secret show. You know, if you if you whisper it, it means it's a secret. So it was a secret show, and it involved Mammoth WVH, uh, the second show for the band featuring Wolfgang Van Halen. It was awesome. It was great. A uh, pleasure to be there. Humbled to be there. Uh, to see this band. To see Wolfgang early on in his career perform the songs on what I think is one of the great albums of 2021. It did not disappoint. It was a great venue, probably about a 400 capacity, 300 capacity venue. I've been there before. I've seen LA Guns there. I've seen Ryan Roxy. I'm going to see Wild Street there in a couple of weeks. Uh, but just a great venue, a perfect venue for this type of platform you know a secret show get warming up for a big tour with guns and roses and uh it was great you know the show was on wednesday night and uh, he went on about 8 30 played for a little over an hour the crowd was into it the crowd loved it it was a good mix of young and old uh wolfgang's mother valerie was in the crowd or i shouldn't say in the crowd she was in the balcony area and uh, people did notice her, and they were kind of chanting for her before she went on. That was a pretty cool moment. But uh, to the music, it was great. It was great to hear these songs that I have been listening to nonstop since the album was released in June, and they definitely transferred well over to you know a live performance. Opened up with Don't Back Down, which is a perfect song to open up a set did awesome the band sounded great it was kind of a great introduction to seeing the band live and hearing the music and he went right into you'll be the one which again sounded fantastic everything sounded great there wasn't any lull or any any kind of dry moment in the show the show again moved pretty well and it was uh it was packed it was sold out. It was at capacity. And like I said, thankful to be there and see it. The band was awesome as well. I mean, I really enjoyed seeing these guys perform. Uh, you know, obviously Wolfgang did the whole album by himself. He'd played the drums, the bass, the guitars, keyboard, synthesizer, the vocals. Couldn't do that by himself on stage. So we had to bring in some fellow musicians, and they didn't disappoint either. They played well. They were awesome. The band featured Fallen in Reverse, bass player Ronnie Vaccaro, to whom it may John Jordan on guitars, Slash and the Conspirators, that's Frank Sidoris, and on drums from the band Tremonti, Garrett Whitlock again fantastic musicians along with wolfgang again the band it sounded great the songs sounded awesome it was just a great show great uh, atmosphere and very happy to see them perform you know i i have i've been lucky to see a lot of the great new bands that are coming up like mammoth like Greta van fleet like the struts I've seen Joyous Wolf going to see Dirty Honey this weekend. Uh, seen Dorothy. I've seen Nick Perry. Gosh, I'm trying to think who else. I'm looking forward to seeing South of Eden when they tour. I've seen Rival Sons. Uh, so just some great new bands that I've had the pleasure of seeing. Cold Stairs in a couple weeks will be coming through the Chicago area. The Black Moods are coming in September. They're opening up for the Dead Daisies. They're a great band. Uh, So much to see, so much to look forward to. So uh, this was definitely high on my list because I've become a huge fan of Mammoth, WVH, huge fan of Wolfgang. And of course, as I've been saying, it did not disappoint. Uh, And now they're on tour with Guns N' Roses, which is a great opening slot for the band. I think they're going to be on tour with them for the next couple of months. And they'll be doing some sideshows in between dates. I know they've got one coming up in Cleveland with Plush, which I think is Sunday at the House of Blues there, and I think they're doing some other shows too as well. I think they're doing a show in I want to say October or November in South Carolina with Dirty Honey. And if uh if COVID permits and weather permits uh I'm going to try to make it out for that cuz that should be an awesome show too as well. I'd love to see those two bands on stage with each other. Um I think he's doing some festivals as well in between there. So he's got a lot going on and this is a great way to introduce the band on a big tour with Guns N' Roses do some side shows. You know, the secret shows obviously are warm-up gigs, you know, making sure you know all the kinks are out and uh, the band is playing at their level that they need to play at and they certainly did. Uh the musicianship was great and you know for those expecting again like I said in the album review if you're expecting to hear Van Halen songs you're not going to hear any and you shouldn't be upset about that because as he has stated in many interviews he's carving his own path. We should compliment him for that. We should applaud him for that because it's very easy to be the son of one of the greatest guitar players in rock history who's had one of the big, biggest impacts in music and guitar and want to dial into that. You know, a lot of people would do that. Um, but as, from what I've read about Eddie, Eddie carved his own way From his father, you know, being in big bands on cruise ships and performing. I believe he played the trumpet. And now Wolfgang is doing that as well and carving his own way. What's really interesting about the show, and maybe I'm thinking too much into it. uh, I'd love to ask Wolfgang this if I ever do get a chance to talk with him. Is the stage setup. Because it was very unique. The drums were off. To stage left, crowd right. And the two guitar players were back to each other. One was up in front of the stage, one was where, you know, behind that guitar player. And then the bass player was in front of the drums. So the center part of the stage was pretty open. And obviously, you know, Wolfgang was front and center, but behind him was the Eddie Van Halen rig. And amp, the you know, the cabinet and amp. And I don't know. I, I was watching, and, I you know, when they first came out, it was like, wow, this is a pretty unique setup. You don't see a lot of bands do it this way. And, like, midway through the show, I'm like, boom. Like, he's got his dad's presence on stage with him. You know, front and center, right behind him, backing him up. He's got the amp, and he's got the cabinet, and that's his tribute to his dad. Or maybe not a tribute, but the awareness that his dad is there with him, and his dad is on this journey with him. Again, maybe I'm thinking too deep into it, but the way the setup was of just having that cabinet and amp dead center spoke to me. Um, Maybe I'm wrong but I'd love to ask him about that setup and if there's any meaning behind it because if you look at the album and if you've had a chance to kind of examine the physical copy like uh like we used to, you know, when I was younger, there's a lot of what they call easter eggs with the album, with the physical presentation. You know, obviously, you know, there's the tribute picture to him and his father, you know, but even the tribute to Van Halen 1 with the way the layout of the picture, the front cover of the Van Halen's debut versus the back cover of the album, having a microphone, bass, drumsticks, and a guitar in each place where each of the members of Van Halen were in or on the debut album. There's also a tribute to Fair Warning. There's a song that uses the synthesizer for Sunday afternoon in the park. I believe that was on the song Mammoth. And there's also a tribute to So This Is Love, the way the ending is on Fair Warning versus a song that is on the debut album. I'll let you guys listen to it and figure it out. And I'm sure there's probably other things that we don't know uh, yet, but it's interesting to see how he incorporated all that into the album as we continue to absorb and continue to digest the record, which going to say it again, one of the best records of 2021 may be the best for the whole year. We still have we're at what beginning of August. We still got five more months left in this year. There's still plenty of music to come out, so it's going to be interesting to see where this album falls on a lot of rock and roll fans. But it's been a success. I mean, the album, you know, has been able to find itself in mainstream music charts, uh, obviously dominate the rock charts as it has, and that's a big deal. It's a really big deal because, as I've said for the last few years now, that there are going to be bands that are going to have to punch through that big wall that has been built to make rock irrelevant. And there are bands like Greta Van Fleet, Dirty Honey, The Struts that have been doing that. That have been really bringing rock back to younger to a younger generation, to a younger crowd which rock and roll needs to survive and thrive. And you can now include Mammoth WVH in that conversation. And with the success of the album and the awareness of the album, you can almost make the argument that they are leading the charge with new rock, with bands that have come out within the last three to four years, five years. They are, they are definitely there. You, know, you have to put them, Greta Van Fleet, The Struts, Dirty Honey. I think Joyous Wolf is going to be there. I think there's South of Eden. Those are probably the names right now that are getting the most buzz. Not to say that there's not going to be more. I think there will be more. I think there's a ton of great new rock that's out there. Uh, but I just think those right now, those are the relevant bands in rock. South of Eden still has to release their debut album. I know Joyce Wolf just released their first song from their new album called Fearless. Dirty Honey is on tour with the Black Crows right now. Greta Van Fleet is doing a headline tour. They're going to be in Chicago in September. And the Struts are with Nick Perry and the Underground Thieves coming to a theater near you as well. That should be a great tour. But there is others. There's others coming. There's a big scene out in Europe. There's a big scene in the UK. Canada has some amazing bands like The Damn Truth and Crownlands. There's a band called The Warning coming out from Mexico. Eagle Kill Talent from Brazil, South America. You've got other bands in the UK, Massive Wagons, The Hot Damn, Empire, Those Damn Crows, Riders Creed, so many, Mason Hill Band, The Dust Coda. you got 1,000 Mods in Greece. You've got so much... Great, great stuff. And I apologize for not naming more bands, but there is a great new rock scene and we're going to be hearing a lot about uh, Mammoth WVH and where they're going. It's going to be interesting to see what they do after the Guns N' Roses tour. If they hook on with another big name to open up, or if he does do some club and theater dates after that and, you know, bring the music to smaller venues and more of an intimate space and an intimate type of style that I love. I love seeing bands in a smaller space I mean i'm forty six and I've been to so many shows in my life, and I've done the big shows. I've done the shows at the football stadiums and the baseball stadiums and wherever and the twenty thousand the sixty thousands you know the big shows. Those are great, but, man, I love seeing a band at a, at a small, intimate setting, a couple thousand, three, four, five thousand, couple hundred, two, three hundred, even 150. I mean, the first time I saw Greta Van Fleet was at Lincoln Hall, and I think they have a capacity of 150 people, and that was awesome. I saw the Struts at the Majestic in Madison, Wisconsin, and I think they have two, three hundred capacity. Um, Julius Wolfe was just at the 4s They've got about 150 200 capacity, so I love that stuff because you know soon when they're on the big stages and they're playing in front of the big crowds, it becomes more watching big giant screens than it does you know watching them really watching them and getting into it. Um, you want all the bands, all the new bands, to go to those places, right? Because that means rock is healthy and on point and connecting with the youth and connecting with crowds. So when you see these bands playing bigger venues, headlining bigger venues, that's a great thing for rock music, right? As much as it's going to be disappointing to not see those bands in those smaller venues, that's why you got to go see them now on the way up because mammoth's not going to be playing these venues forever. You know, Dirty Honey's not going to be playing these venues forever. They're going to be playing larger shows as they continue on. You know, going you know back to Greta Van Fleet, seeing them at Lincoln Hall, then to the Aragon Ballroom, which is a bigger venue. Now at uh, Northerly Islands in Chicago, which is you know each step has been bigger and bigger. And as we see the old legacy bands like the ACDCs and Metallicas and Iron Maidens get older, we know that time is not on their side and father time is catching up to them. And if you look at present day 2021, the next 10 years, a lot of these bands will no longer be touring. Probably about 95% of them. Right now, the only band, the only rock band that can command a stadium crowd, a big, huge crowd, is the Foo Fighters that is part of that generation. And probably Pearl Jam, I would probably would say, is the next band that can do that. but standalone band that can draw 25, 30,000 plus consistently, without a help, without a dual headline act. You know, we're not talking the Motley Crue's and the Def Leppard tour. You know, we are talking standalone and, you know, supporting themselves. Not to say that there's anything wrong with the Def Leppard-Motley Crue tour because that's great that they're doing that. But when you look at the landscape of rock, we really need the new generation to come up and, you know, be a force and do what uh, these legacy bands have done. And... It's not going to take people my age listening. It's going to take the younger crowd connecting. And I do see a bit of a turn right now, a big turn, I should say, in what young people are listening to rock music. I had my son on the show a couple weeks ago, and he brought up a great point that a lot of people found themselves, a lot of young people found themselves in or during the pandemic, and they may have gone in listening to hip-hop and pop music, and they came out listening to rock. And it's growing, and it's only going to continue, especially when the music is so good. Blake Allard from Joyous Wolf said it great in an interview I did with him. Either, yeah, it was last year, I want to say, the fall of last year, that if it's good, people will find it. And I think people are finding it, and young people are finding it. And it's becoming a voice of this generation, the angst of this generation is finding their voice because of what's happened over the last 18 months. So let's continue to support these bands. If you're my age, stop with the bullshit idea that nothing good has been released as since 1992. That's so wrong. And that tells me that you're just not listening. You don't care to listen and you've become lazy, lazy because Rock music has given so much to you, and it deserves your support. And, it, and the new bands deserve your support because you can't say that these new bands are bad that they suck because they don't. They really don't. Back to the Mammoth show. Um, after the first two songs, don't back down. You'll be the one. Went into Mammoth. Went into Mister Ed, which I thought he was going to open up with because it's a perfect song to open up the album. Uh, but he played it. Resolve, great tune, Think It Over. My son loves that song, one of my favorites too, You're to Blame. Uh, Circles and Stone. Very interesting choices on those to end the show before the encore. Circles is a very different track. Um, it kind of brings you back into, it's definitely rock, it's definitely hard rock, but it has like, these new wave elements that kind of remind me of the music that... Was in like the John Hughes movies, like 16 Candles and Pretty in Pink and Breakfast Club and stuff like that. So I don't know if you'll agree with me or not, but that's kind of the vibe that I get too. And then ends with Stone, which is just this epic tune on the album that just really thrives in a live setting. And then came back for the encore, did the song Distance, that uh, of course is about his father and mourning the loss of his father. Um, which again i'd I'd love to talk with him about that subject because mourning is so different for each individual, and uh love hearing his his view on his experience with that morning and knowing what is going to happen. you know you do reach that point when you are watching a loved one in the final days, you know, and you do start to. No matter how difficult it is, you start to accept it. And uh, it's it's a beautiful song. It really is. And then my favorite track, Epiphany, ended with that. Perfect way to end the set. Again, Secret Show at the Rock House in West Indy. Very thankful to be a part of it. I didn't really do a lot of video. Um, I did you know, live stream the first song into the second song. Don't Back Down into You'll Be the One. But I kind of like to be present for the show. I kind of like to absorb it like I did when I was younger. I like to not only be physically present but mentally present um, because I think when we're watching through a screen, we definitely lose that. We lose that, that being there mentally and, and physically. We're, we're there, but we're not connecting with the show. We're not connecting with the music. And when you put your phone down in your pocket and you watch... It's a completely different experience, and I think it's an experience that we're losing out on um, as we get more reliant on technology and more reliant on social media because we want to show everyone what we're doing, and we want to show everyone the the facade of an exciting life Um, because that's really what it is, right? We're just showing off. So my suggestion to all of you is when you do go to live shows because we haven't been – to a lot of shows over the last couple of years, put the phone in the back pocket, take some pictures. I did take pictures, but I didn't let it take over my experience. I didn't let the phone dictate how I absorb the show. And that's very important as we get back to things. Enjoy the moment. Enjoy what you're seeing. Enjoy being there. Don't worry about who is watching the video or what people think about what you're doing on a Wednesday night. Just enjoy the music. You're there to enjoy it. You're going to see them perform for a reason. You know, I I was so happy to be lucky to get into that show that I wanted to take it all in. And I did, you know, like I said, I streamed the first song and then I put it back. I took some pictures throughout the show, but I didn't let it consume me. And please, you know, take that, for however you want. Um, It's your experience. You decide how you want to take it, but I guarantee you your live music experience will be much pleasurable if you just enjoy it and not worry about what people think about what you're doing in life and showing people what you're doing in life. So with that being said, always support live music, always support the new bands Go out and see some of these shows, you know. Hopefully we don't get locked down. That would be a real big bummer. Be a big bummer and a bunch of bullshit because it doesn't have to be this way. And the news is getting worse every day. And there's more cases for the Delta variant every day. And I'm looking at the school starting. My son's going to be a junior in high school. I don't know if he's going to go back or if he goes back. How long is he going to be there? Is it going to be back to e-learning? What are they going to do? Um, It's troubling because, in my opinion, there's no reason why you shouldn't get the vaccination. There is always a risk with a vaccination, but the risk is much lower than it is of getting COVID and spreading it to someone who is immune-compromised and can end up in the hospital And affect, you know, possibly have their life ended because of this. You know, um, do your research and don't rely on places that have a narrative to convince you to be anti-vax. Vaccines have existed throughout generations and have gotten rid of so many diseases like polio, smallpox, measles, all that stuff. And believe in the science Believe in facts and uh, hopefully, hopefully you do get vaccinated so we can stop this because I don't want to go back to where we were. Nobody wants to go back to e-learning, to being in lockdown, to doing curbside pickup, you know, to not going out and then being social. How good has it felt to be social since the restrictions have been lifted? you know? And don't say that it's a power grab from the government. They gave up the power, so quote unquote, the power. Right, that everybody was so concerned about people were going out to eat, people were doing all these things, right? And now people are coming back and they're like, well, oh, it's an abuse of power. No, they didn't abuse it. They were trying to protect you. They were trying to save people's lives. And I don't know why that's lost on people. I don't know why this has to be political and be divisive. So let's keep things going. Let's be positive and Hopefully, we can keep going instead of turning back. All right, everybody. This is Jay. Thanks again for listening. Check out some great summer tours. Go see Mammoth with Guns N' Roses. Go see Dirty Honey, Black Crows, Greta Van Fleet, Struts with Nick Perry, Rival Sons. Any new band that's coming out, go see them. Take care, guys. Stay healthy. Stay strong. We'll talk again soon. Thank you.
3: Every day.